This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Right, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There is a ton going on, tons to get to. I talked about the Second Amendment last hour. It was purposeful because then we talked to Ted Poe about it. And the reason why I brought that up is because um, the fools that are talking about getting rid of the Second Amendment, and I want you to keep this in mind. Listen, if you make a TV mistake and you, and you turn on MSNBC by accident, A, I forgive you. B, get off that channel as soon as you can. Or if you, if you, if you tune into CNBC or CNN or fill-in-the-blank, you know, liberal dork network. Again, I forgive you, just move off it quickly. But you'll hear, even on ABC, CBS, and NBC, you'll hear people going on and on and on and on and on and on and on about how the Second Amendment needs to go away. And I want you to understand that every single person you see on those networks is either emanating in New York or L.A. or somewhere like that on a set where they are all safe. I have to make it as clear as I can because they want you to believe that they are not for guns, they are not for for a line of defense to keep innocent people safe, when in fact they're all safe. I'll get into that even more in just a second. Also, it's a Free Speech Friday. I don't know if I mentioned that. Free Speech Friday! Ah, freedom. Freedom. Uh Uh-huh. Hey, what? Pick it up a notch. That's Sam getting it done. Carries off. That's Polo making it happen. And Aretha, of course, singing uh, about about freedom. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Whatever's on your mind, fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. There's a reason why I bring the Second Amendment up again. And the reason is actually rather simple. They're all lying to you, each and every one of them. Because if the Second Amendment went away, that means that you would no longer have access to defend yourselves as they're on television celebrating the fact that you can't defend yourself while they're all being defended. I mentioned this before. It bears mentioning again. In 2000, I don't know, 7, 8, 9, 10, around there, I was on Fox News all the time. I was on there probably four or five times a week sometimes, Usually, the anchor was Julie Banderas, who's still on there. She, she's great. I was also on, at the same time, Headline News, HLN. I don't even, can I be honest? I'll be honest for a second. I don't know if HLN exists anymore. I don't watch any CNN networks. I don't know if it exists anymore. But back then, they were still struggling to try to figure out who they wanted to be. And back then, they considered doing a left versus right show. And I would come in, and I would, I would debate people like Rachel Maddow and Roland Martin and and Eric Michael Dyson, and fill in the blank. I would go and I would debate these people. On Fox, it was Kirsten Powers. So 
when I would do that in New York, like Glenn Beck had his own nightly TV show on headline news for a while in the late 2000s. When he was off, I would do his radio show, and I would also host his TV show. And when I went to CNN, which I believe was on 58th Street in New York City, in, in lower Manhattan, probably Midtown, when I would walk in there, I'd have to go through security, get my bag checked. There were good guys with guns ready on the ready to stop me from starting trouble to make sure that I wasn't armed and I, I wasn't going to cause any harm. Same thing at Fox. When I would walk into Fox and have done stuff on set there, there would be armed guards at the, at the desk when you walked in at the reception desk. Rightfully so. So anybody who's at one of these networks, on Hollywood sets, I've been on movie sets, they've got armed guards there. At football and basketball games, armed guards are. I played the national anthem many times at basketball games. There are armed guards there, and you've got to go through and be checked. And I brought a saxophone with me, I had to put it through the scanner, everything. Make sure it wasn't a gun. And, um, and it was to make sure that people were safe. So when Steve Kerr, a basketball coach, or the New York Yankees, you know, putting up something on the big screen, on the jumbo monitor, or, or somebody on The View, where they've got good guys with guns at the ABC studios protecting them, or somebody on CNN or MSNBC or any of the networks, when they talk about getting rid of the Second Amendment and restricting gun availability, they're all protected by good guys with guns. Here's the story from Fox News. MSNBC, The View, go off on blood-drenched Republicans, call for Second Amendment repeal. They say we're barbarians. Whoopi Goldberg, Michael Moore, and others said the Texas shooting should spark heavy gun restrictions. Story goes on to say in the aftermath of the Uvalde, Texas school shooting, MSNBC and ABC's The View used the tragedy to tear into Republicans and propose drastic gun reform measures, some of which included outright removing guns from civilian hands. Talking with MSNBC's Chris Haynes, Documentary director Michael Moore asked if anyone on the network, or any other network for that matter, would say it's time to repeal the Second Amendment. Moore added that America does not need sensible gun laws, but rather the hardcore stuff in order to protect families and children. He also floated the idea of a moratorium on gun sales. The next day on the network, former DNC chairman and MSNBC contributor Howard Dean called for a bill to be pushed on the House floor designed to limit or eliminate the sale of assault weapons for Americans that are not part of the military or law enforcement. Then I think he went, ah! I think you did that afterwards. Remember, the, in like 2008? I think you do. Um, by the way, there's no such thing as an assault weapon. And, and if there were, it would be something that's fully automatic and something that would actually go to war. Nobody's going to war with it with, with an AR-15. Nobody. Story continues. Over on ABC's The View, co-host Whoopi Goldberg echoed Dean's position, seeming quite confident that Americans would soon have to give up their AR-15s. Quote, okay, you can have your gun, but you can't have your AR-15, Goldberg shouted. If you're going to get all in my business, can and cannot do, neither can you. I don't know what that means. They're going to come for the AR-15, so you better be ready to give them up because this is America. I mean, here's the, the most foolish person on television. America, which stands for freedom and liberty, and the, the Constitution ensures that. She wants to give up the Second Amendment. And she thinks that because it's America, you have to give up your AR-15. Not happening. In the same segment, Goldberg uh, became agitated, threatening physical violence if Republicans continued to express empathy for the victims of the Texas shooting. Quote, I swear to God, if I see another Republican senator talk about their heart being broken, I'm going to go punch somebody, Goldberg said. Being the idiot she is. I added that part. Uh, and thoughts and prayers, Joy Behar chimed in. Let me say something about thoughts and prayers. How exactly has the left made the term thoughts and prayers a negative? I'm thinking about you and I'm praying for you because God is my higher power. Jesus is my savior. I'm praying to that, to that entity, my superior, my supreme being that, that he brings you comfort 
and makes you and makes you somehow able to go on in life through his spirit. That's somehow bad now. And Joy Behar thinks that she's smart by saying that. So stupid. I can't take it. And their thoughts and prayers, if your thoughts and prayers were really with everybody, you'd have done something by now, said Goldberg, who, by the way, was being protected by good guys with guns when she said it. I added that part. A number of other hosts and guests also expressed their frustration with members of the GOP. Quote, you're the weakest, most feckless, pathetic liars to say we can't do something about these shootings. We can do something about it, Joe Scarborough said earlier in the day on um, MSNBC. Joe Scarborough, by the way, was protected by good guys with guns when he said this. The morning Joe Coast also called Republican lawmakers barbarians for not wanting to talk about politics of the situation so soon after the, after the tragedy had occurred. Quote, the readout, host Joy Reid, who's a horrible human being, also torn to Republicans for their stance on gun control and their hesitance to get political on the subject. Joy Reid is on MSNBC, and she's protected by good guys with guns, by the way. Please spare me the don't politicize these deaths BS, Reid said. She added that the Republicans and their two pet Democrats, a likely reference to Senators Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema, will never reach a point where the rivers of blood will ever run deep enough to spark a change in policy position, she said, while being protected by good guys with guns, I added. Their tolerance for blood and the NRA's tolerance for slaughter are bottomless, she, she proclaimed, which, of course, is a non sequitur because the NRA does not sell guns, doesn't sell ammunition, and certainly nobody who's done these mass killings has been in the NRA. Have I made myself clear enough to you that you shouldn't be listening to idiots on your television or radio unless you verify it? Now, you might think I'm an idiot. Be skeptical. Verify everything I say. Go ahead. But if you're listening to Joy Reid or Joy Behar, both incorrectly named what what, what what dumb parents named these people joy whoopi goldberg who stole the name whoopi and goldberg her name is karen johnson if you're listening to these people or joe scarborough who pretends he's a former republican he's a he's not and he's a guy that never gets it right all of these people every single one of them protected by good guys with guns it's good for them but it's not good for you and your family had a good guy with a gun had the wherewithal to be at that school, might have stopped this school shooting the other day. Had good guys with guns 19 to 1, they were in the hall, gone in, they might have been able to stop the further killing that day. And think about that. A good guy with a gun stopped the killing the other day. I want you to really consider that, because it's true. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Are you taking your, your walking and talking papers from these people that I just mentioned? Are you, are you forming your opinion because of these people that I just mentioned who forgot to mention to you that they are, in fact, protected by good guys with guns? Keep it here. This is the Joe Pags Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system.
Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Appreciate you taking the time. The Joe Pag Show for your Friday. Glad to have you here. So I, I wanted to just make sure that we were perfectly uh, upfront and honest and told the truth about all these people in the media talking all this noise about how the Second Amendment has to go away. They're all protected by good guys with guns. They think that they're more important than you and that they should be protected by good guys with guns. Dr. Richard Urso, at the bottom of the hour, we get into um, the, the fact that you have to scientifically and psychologically figure out what's going on with these kids. Is it about the digital age? Is it about COVID? Is there a COVID connection and a lockdown connection and a um, purposeful segregation of society because of COVID? Is that playing into the minds of somebody who would do like what we saw in Uvalde the other day? Is it, in fact, playing a role in these kids' heads? And he gets into that. Plus, we get into also COVID-19, the latest on that, latest on the shots, the latest on monkeypox. What the hell is monkeypox? We're talking about that now in our society as well, which is absolutely crazy. It just is. It doesn't make any sense. We have fewer than 10 cases, yet for some reason the media is on this bandwagon to make it look like it's it's the end of all time. So we'll get into that as well. Let me tell you about um, total financial freedom. Congress can do whatever it wants. It can play games with the numbers. It can uh, move around the debt ceiling. You can't do that with your personal finances. You've got to make sure you take care of your debt. You're buried in bills and trying to keep keep up the credit cards, the signature loans, internet loans, and timeshares. Get off the treadmill. Get some total financial freedom. If you owe more than $10,000, the team at Total Financial Freedom has been doing a great job for 15 years, helping people like you resolve their debts and cut payments many times in half. Call them and ask them about this. See, see if they can help you out. 1-800-833-9444. 1-800-833-9444. Do that. Call now and ask about the free book, the Debt Dietitian. You've got to mention my name, Joe Pags, to get this free book when you call and learn how easy it is to cut your payments. Do this right now. You're going to appreciate their team. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Zero complaints as well. Call Total Financial right now, 800-833-9444. That's 1-800-833-9444. And again, mention my name, Joe Pags, when you call Total Financial. Let me go back out and see if we can get Sarah on the line. Sarah, for some reason, I couldn't hear you. What's going on? Hi, thanks for taking my call. You bet. Uh, I just want to say that a lot of the problems that we have with the violence are a direct result of the progressives' campaign during the 60s that were an assault on our traditional values, on our family. They derided the uh, Puritan ethic. Uh, they derided politeness. Look at the issues they were pushing during the 60s. Um, and uh, now, as a result, we have a fragmented, violent society um, and it's a direct result of a campaign that was basically cultural genocide in this nation. And, and it was purposeful. They, 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 offer, they, they created the problem, and now they want to offer an equally spurious solution like gun control. Well, uh, that could have been the goal the entire time. Sarah, I'm glad you got through. Thank you. I think, you. I think you're very well said. What you said makes sense. There was, has been an attack on the, nuclear, the Western nuclear family for a long time. Black Lives Matter, the organization, literally said it on their website. They deleted it, but they said it on their website. I actually kept a cached copy of it. It says that they're looking to, um, they, I mean, the word they used wasn't end, but it was to attack, to, 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 to dismember. It was to get rid of the Western u- nuclear family, which means father, mother, children. They didn't want that. Because keep in mind, radicals on the left think that government should be your daddy. So if they can ha- tell men, listen, spread your seed anywhere you want. Don't worry about taking uh, responsibility for anything. Don't worry about it. You do whatever you want to do. Don't worry about it. In fact, 
you can actually identify as a woman if you want. Hey, we'll, we'll support you. We'll back you up. We'll call people. We'll call people out and cancel them if they complain about it. Hey, women, you don't have a husband there. You don't have a father there. We'll take care of you. We'll give you a little bit of money, a little bit of welfare, a little bit of entitlements, a little bit of food stamps, a little bit of that. And then uh, make sure you vote for us. This is about power and control. And the Western nuclear family is tight. It works as a unit. And when you're working as a unit, it's hard for the government to, do, to, to dissemble that or disassemble that. I've got to look at my, at my cash copy and see the exact word. It was with a D, but it was to basically abolish the Western nuclear family. Also get rid of the patriarchy. And also, Black Lives Matter, a lot of people don't know this, is an organization that pushes LGBTQ, XYZ, one, two, three issues big time because the founders are gay. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Jennifer in Florida, what's going on? Hi. Hi, Mr. Pags, Joe Pags. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Okay, so I want to talk about not blaming the police or the sheriff or anybody like that. Lost you. Go ahead. Uh, Darn it. I I lost her, and I want to put her back on. I can't. Sorry about You know, Jennifer, I'm sorry about that. Uh, You were talking about not blaming the police. Call back in if you can. We lost the connection. David Houston, what's going on? Hi. Yes, sir. Uh, I want to blame the police, but I want to say this one. Go ahead. Number one, I listen to my state officials. I listen to my state officials' bad-mouthed teachers for, quote-unquote, not locking the door. And what I've found out since is there are 19 officers on scene. And the reality is this one. Every time officers face a cop-killing weapon, like an assault rifle, and I don't care what you call it, when they face heavier firepower with someone with more magazines than they have, laying down more suppressive fire, they don't go in. And so we need to have a discussion in this country about why people need cop-killing weapons, cop-killing magazines, body armor, all those things. There's always going to be an unlocked door. Every time. The police should have gone in. You are really, really indoctrinated, dude. The idea that you think there's something called That's an assault fun. weapon. Well, let me let me respond to you. The idea that you think there's something called an assault weapon is stupid. There isn't. Uh, an AR-15 is not an assault weapon. It's a semi-automatic rifle, just like a semi-automatic pistol. He could have had a million rounds with a 9 millimeter and done just as much damage. So the actual gun is not the problem not here. That he had. I don't think you understand. I was I was actually responding to you. I don't know why you're, you're jumping in. I didn't say anything, did I? Go right ahead, sir. Well, I appreciate that. So you got 19 cops outside, all with weapons. They all had their standard issue, probably a 40, maybe a 9 millimeter, and they all probably had rifles as well. And the commander says, hey, this is a barricaded gunman. It's no longer an active shooter. And as he says that, and as the kids are on 911 calls, they hear gunshots. More kids are dying in the room. They should have breached the room. They should have killed the guy. 19 against 1, I take the cop side. Even if he had some cop-killing weapon, like you say, which he didn't, he had a weapon that can certainly kill a human being but it was no different than any other weapon they could have taken him out 19 to 1 do you disagree they didn't go in i believe because they were scared of the heavier firepower weapon was punching through the walls that's why they didn't go in it wasn't punching through the walls he was killing children he wasn't shooting at them through the wall he wasn't shooting at them at all he shot at them when they first engaged him they backed off he continued killing kids this is what we learned today Maybe you didn't hear the first hour, and I'll let you go, David. Or if you didn't hear the first hour, that's fine. But you using the lingo that the left uses by calling an AR-15 an assault weapon, an AR-15 can take a two-two-three round, which is about the same as a twenty-two caliber handgun. Could also take a five-five-six. But but to say that it somehow he was he was outgunning them with one gun, even if he had two or three guns and a million magazines, you got nineteen cops with loaded guns ready to go. 
even if they go in all 19 of them and he takes a couple out, which I hope to God nobody, please don't die, don't misunderstand, you got 17 more to kill him dead. Plus, if they breach the doorway, he stops focusing on the kids. He focuses on the threat in front of him, and they have an opportunity to save kids and take him out. I don't understand the sensibility by you saying he had a bunch of magazines and rounds, and he had somehow a cop-killing gun. And you don't understand why people have to buy cop-killing guns. Police officers are human. The lowest caliber revolver can kill a police officer or a regular human being. I don't want them to die. I don't want that to happen. But you making about the weapon tells me that you've listened too much to big media. Love you like a brother. Come on, man. Bring it better next time. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Keep it here for Dr. Urso. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always a pleasure to have back scientist and physician. He's a guy who has been on top of all things COVID, and he's been a great resource for us the entire time, Dr. Richard Urso. Doc, how are you? Good to see you. Great, Joe. We're doing uh, well down here. As you know, there's quite a tragedy here this past week. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I'm, I'm in Texas as well. And, and to see what's happening in uh, Uvalde, I know that we want to talk about COVID. What is monkeypox, for God's sakes? The latest uh, in therapeutics, how we should act in society because of the pandemic and, and its waning moments. But I want to start with Uvalde if we can. And, uh, you know, we, we see the, the happenstance of some young idiot showing up and killing a bunch of people indiscriminately, like at the the shopping center or the grocery store in Buffalo, New York, and now this school where 19 innocent babies are killed and, and two teachers as well. Doctors, there's something wrong with society because you and I grew up at a time, and I'm a little bit older than you, I think, but we grew up at a time where guns were prevalent, the Second Amendment was prevalent, yet we didn't have the internet prevalent. We didn't have people who were loners like this who ended up doing horrible, violent, disgusting things. What can you diagnose in a, in a medical or scientific sense about what we're seeing? Anything? You know, I'll just kind of see this. I think the COVID, the, you, you touched on a lot of subjects, but I think the COVID crisis itself has created a lot of social isolation. And I think that's really hurt some of these kids. And I think they're uh, they're confused by the current cultures that, that's sort of telling them uh, that girls and boys are, 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 they don't know what they are biologically, which yeah. actually makes no sense. Uh, I can't remember, I think the, the last person who ran for Supreme Court said she couldn't tell what a girl was because she's not a biologist. I mean, this is filtering through the entire population, even to and people people with impressive resumes are willing to say absolutely ridiculous statements like that. So I think what you're seeing is, you know, the whole culture has gotten to where um, there's a social isolation, people caught on the internet, um, they want to make an explosion, have their, you know, few minutes of fame. Um, they feel angry because they don't feel hope for the future. Uh, if you look at the child's background, you know, clearly he was in a family that's a, a lot of troubling circumstances. Yes. yes. And I think, um, you know, just that anger just manifested itself uh, by a parent actually, you know, giving them, you know, I think $4,000 worth of weapons. I don't I don't understand that psychology at all. Uh, but clearly um, guns don't kill people. People kill people. And I, I, I want to just make this reference. I think it's important to keep it in perspective. Our government's policies killed killed 900,000 Americans in the last year and a half wow. because of wow. policies 
that actually were counter to what the actual medical community should have been adopting. Go to the website, globalcovidsummit.org. It's Dr. Richard Urso. Uh, I'm glad you went there. I hadn't considered the COVID angle, the lockdown angle, no socializing at all in school. You don't see your friends for a year, year and a half, two years. Uh, this online uh, um, uh, education just it obviously was affecting badly these kids. Once we send them back to school, we're making them wear masks and breathe back in their carbon, carbon dioxide they're trying to get rid of. So all of these factors have to be considered, don't they? They really do. I think, you know, the, you, the, there's that the personal relationships are just not there. They're just not they're not deep personal relationships. A lot of superficial um, uh, things, you know, where people don't even get to people see people smile. That's that's a superficial per right. se. But we've made ourselves into um, online organisms where we relate and they're talking about transhumanism. And, and I just I just think the world, these ki- these kids are spending so much time online. They don't know how to interact appropriately. You know, when I was a kid, we might scuffle in the basketball court and I'd be mad at each other for maybe a couple of days and be back still playing together. But then friends again a month later, completely like it never happened. And I, I just think that interaction created a lot of um, ability to learn how to handle stress. And I think now um, it doesn't happen that way. You know, they, they're not able to adapt. And he had tremendous stressors in his life. Um, but at the same time, this is an ugly situation and um, I, I just can't um, um, I can't say enough about about how it's been politicized already. It's a horrible situation. And clearly um, the left and the right are going at this in different ways. I, I do believe in the Second Amendment. I do believe that uh, that um, that that's something that, that we just need to have there, because, as I said, government kills more people. Government killed 900,000 Americans. Boyd took down 18 government is our major enemy and if you're not willing to understand that that's a real problem well we'll certainly understand that and get into it more in earnest it's dr richard urso i appreciate the insight uh, one last thing on this are we are we really really making the the biggest mistake as a society or as a country by not properly treating mental health issues and, and the reason i say that is i think it was in reagan's era the aclu went after insane asylums or some other political you know organization pretending to be looking out for civil liberties and and basically we emptied out the insane asylums and doc now we've got them living in the streets in your city and in and also in my city also in la in san francisco new york chicago we've got mentally ill people on the streets on the subways that are causing mayhem in in our society are we are we doing anywhere near enough to make sure that we stop the threat that they pose and is it really a civil liberties issue to stop a bad guy from doing something bad yeah i I don't i totally agree with that last statement no civil liberties uh should not be infringed upon in this country there's no question about it um people like Beto something or other whatever his name is they're they're inappropriate in what they're saying and, and that's not the way to to move forward in this country but i do think the mental health issues have been real you know, when I trained, we did have those quote unquote asylums um, and they were plenty of those around. And then the medications were um, uh, became a little bit more broad. And a lot of people thought that, as you said, these people were being held against their will uh, unnecessarily since we now had medications that could um, that could help. But of course, the compliance issues and a lot of the people who are who are homeless, not all, but a lot of them have a men- serious mental health issues. Right, right. And sometimes the acting out, the internet um, and all these um, internet in- interactions these kids have with gaming um, allows them to take these aggressive uh, tendencies out into the public when they just can't um, 
find themselves. And this boy uh, obviously couldn't find himself uh, and took it out on on some innocent uh, children. GlobalCovidSummit.org is the website. It's Dr. Richard Urso. Let's get into what you said, Doc, a minute ago. You said it twice. The government policies killed 900,000 Americans. Tell me how. So there was an intentional uh, attempt to block all early treatment. That was the major, major uh, thing that happened. The second thing that happened. Who made that decision? Was it the FDA? Was it the NIH? Who made that decision? Primarily the uh, came from the president's office at the direction of first Fauci and Burks. Okay. So if you look at the history, it was Fauci and Burks uh, urging them to immediately lock down. That lockdown became, um, I think that if you look at the bigger picture, there's a behind the scenes story probably that, that you know, we could talk about. But I think in general, the, the Fauci is not a, a dumb enough guy to actually not think that we can't treat early. Why could we not treat blood clots early? That doesn't even make sense. If you know a disease causes blood clots, give aspirin, Elquis, Relta, or something. Right. If you know a disease causes inflammation, give something to prevent inflammation. So I've been saying like, hey, if somebody has hypertension, just so don't say we can't cure it. No, mitigate the damage. Give something to lower the blood pressure, and they have to take it every day. Same thing. If we know something's going to lead to inflammation, give them something to prevent that inflammation. All that could have been done with unlabeled drug usage. So when I say the drugs we're going to use, the anti-inflammatories are unlabeled for inflammation. The blood clotting uh, uh, antithrombotics are unlabeled for blood clotting. The um, things for respiratory distress are unlabeled for breathing problems. So then you could have taken the whole situation and then addressed the um, biologic mechanisms that made a lot of sense. Uh, to attack the virus with. So you could have you could have gone on all four levels and, and attacked the virus and mitigated the damage. It would have saved 90. You know, Brian, Brian um, Tyson out in California, his local community had a 3.6% death rate. He'd had like a 0.2 uh, death rate in his same community where there's a lot of people with diabetes. We could have saved likely 90 to 95% of the people who perished, which would have been a normal... Uh, flu season. It's an unbelievable um, a, a statement to make. So let me ask you, was it incompetence by Fauci and Burks? Um, Trump isn't certainly a, a biologist, a scientist, somebody who's an epide- epidemiologist. Neither is Biden, obviously. So who takes the blame here? And do you think it was incompetence or was it on purpose? Yeah, I think it was on purpose. Um, you know, if you look at the, the emails between Collins and Fauci, they clearly were, were uh, going out of their way to uh, uh, um, be derogatory and and try to uh, uh, make people like uh, Kuldorf and Badashira look like amateurs, two of the top em, uh, epidemiologists in the country at Harvard right. and Yale. Um, then you saw the thing that really said it, and you, you and I have talked about this before, then Harvard put out a study showing hydroxychloroquine and other drugs didn't work, in fact, killed people. That was a completely fabricated study with 93,000 patients put in the Lancet. So if anybody thinks it wasn't intentional, they put out completely fabricated data from Harvard, the head of Harvard Cardiovascular, who never saw a single patient, put out a study with 93,000 patients. That was a complete lie. So if you think that what I'm saying is is absurd, well, explain, you know, all those things. They just don't have any explanation. It was in, in every way intentional at this point. I think it's easy to say that. It's Dr. Richard Urso. Of course, I take you seriously. That's why we keep having you back. I really think that you've been a, a leading force in getting the truth out there. So let's connect the dots. Why lie? 
was it to to benefit the pharmaceutical companies? And in turn, does Fauci and Burks and others do they benefit from the pharmaceutical companies? F- fill me, connect the dots for me. Why are we here? This is kind of a this is a, um, a yeah the the easiest story. The corruption is quite clearly there at the FDA, the NIH, and CDC. And, and I mean this uh, in every way, in a, in a simple way. Uh, we can look at just the finances. Um, most of the financing comes from uh, the pharmaceutical industry. So they control the, all those agencies. They're controlled by them. When you leave one of those agencies, your job, your next job is at a pharmaceutical company. All the directors end up working for major pharmaceutical companies. That's just a fact. So, I mean, you can't deny what it is there, right? So there's clearly no one has to send a note out and say, hey, do what you're supposed to do, and this will happen. Then you look at this vaccine, and you see that um, they had ignored, they completely didn't even compile the FDA's experts on vaccine, some of the world's experts, who, as you know, back in uh, October last year, uh, didn't want to go forward with the booster, and um, and they uh, ended up, two of them ended up stepping aside because the commissioner overrode um, their recommendations. They voted, I think, 16 to 2 against uh, recommending moving forward with the vaccine because of, because of various uh, reasons. Um, bottom line is they ignored it. This time, they didn't even ask the FDA to convene. They just went to the CDC and said, hey, is it okay if we just move forward? And that's what they did. So this, this, is, this is incompetence along with what I would consider to be corruptive influences from financial gain. And then you have to look at, you know, people like Yuval Harari for the World Economic Forum and people like um, um, the head of Pfizer and the um, head of the World Economic Forum. If you just watch some of their language, you just watch it, we'll build back better, uh, you'll own nothing and, 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 and that'll be it. And now we have the um, COVID pandemic, we have to take advantage of the COVID pandemic and interestingly, they had had the COVID-19 summit, um, you know, in that September before this all happened. And they clearly had a plan. As you know now with the monkeypox, they had a summit last year, Ted Turner, NTI, showing that monkeypox would appear in May of 2022. Monkeypox would appear in May of 2022. They, they actually asked- said that. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you it if you want to see it. Yeah, by the by the way, about monkeypox, it's Dr. Richard Urso, scientist, physician. He, he's an incredible mind, and, and I'm so glad that you're speaking out and you're doing right by by America and by the world and telling the truth about COVID. Monkeypox, we had we had I think 30 cases or something in 2003. We've had fewer than 10 cases now in this country, and it's the lead story in some of these stupid networks. Can you fill me in on, on what the story is with monkeypox? Well, I I think it's you know Joe, uh, I I think. Monkey, first of all, this is this just to, for the viewers. This is the uh, a very mild form of monkeypox. It's not that easily transmissible. I think it's transmissible right now. It's been you know hand to hand. You know has to be. It's not respiratory virus. Um, the people who are getting it. I think it's a you know a small homosexual community that has it right now. Um, but clearly, as we know, diseases can spread from there. But it's not that easily transmissible. So that's one of the uh, things that favors us. Historically, it's been endemic in Africa for decades. Um, it's never usually out of Africa. But like I said, interestingly, in I think 2005 or something around there, there was they actually did gain a function study with the monkeypox virus where they took an IL-4 gene and inserted it into the monkeypox and found that it destroyed all the animals it infected. 
even the ones who were vaccinated. So they said, hey, that's a bad thing. Let's not do that anymore. So monkeypox is another one of these viruses that was uh, pretty benign. Smallpox is pretty deadly, but monkeypox never, it's not a deadly virus. And they were still doing gain of function with that one. And they called that off. But did they really call it off? I don't know. I find it interesting that they have in May now, a year later from when they had the NTI uh, meeting, monkeypox came up in May of 2022, just like they predicted in their, in their simulation. And they then predicted 271 million by 2023 would be dead from monkeypox, which was um, in some way turned into a bioweapon. So I'm not against um, um, what a lot of these people are doing, but I find it very interesting that these things come true. You know, um, they yeah. do them and they do the simulations and the next thing you know, they come true. So I'm a little wary of, of whether or not something horrible might happen. Hopefully not. The, the typical monkeypox, we're fine. It is uh, Dr. Richard Urso. Go to globalcovidsummit.org. Uh, we always appreciate the knowledge. Uh, I've got maybe 30 seconds left, Doc, and I appreciate you coming on. Come back on again soon as we see these new diseases show up that we've never heard of before, or I haven't anyway. Um, one last thing on, on COVID. Is there any reason in your mind to make people mask up again and lock the country down again? Because it appears as though at least one side of the aisle would love to do that. Absolutely not, Joe. All the people who've actually had COVID are only going to get very mild symptoms. I worry most about the triple vaccinated and quadruple vaccinated because it has impacting. One thing I, I want to make this clear to everybody, the lipid nanoparticle messaging RNA platform has a problem. It goes everywhere, brain, bone marrow, adrenals, ovaries. That's a problem no matter what you're making. This spike protein is upticking cancer via DNA repair mechanisms, P53, BRCA. It's also causing immune destruction uh, of the viral surveillance system. We're seeing a lot of viatol like receptor seven and eight. We're seeing a lot of problems with um, the uh, 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 viruses uh, reappearing and having a hard time actually dealing with normal viruses because we trained ourselves. I, I, I know you've got to go, but let me just say this. You're training yourself to one small protein on one virus. Your whole immune system is being trained to fight one thing. That means it won't fight other things. And you and I, over 50, are gonna have a hard time making new T cells. These T cells are made in the, in the thymus. We don't have any more. If they're all trained to fight this one spike protein, that means they can't do other work. Doc, it, so, it's, yeah. it's, it's scary information and people need to hear it though. Uh, you're right, tens of millions have, have had the disease and they're better off than anybody who's ever taken the jab in their arm. We'll get into that in earnest more next time. Dr. Richard Urso, globalcovidsummit.org. Thank you so much, my friend. I appreciate it. Appreciate you, Joe. Thank you. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. I appreciate you hanging out. Going to take a long Memorial Day weekend. Hopefully you'll be able to spend some time with family and friends. Do me a favor and take a couple of minutes and just tell your kids what Memorial Day is all about. It's about the men and women who put their lives on the line and died in service of keeping us free and liberated. They did it for the Constitution. They did it for the American way. They did it for you and me. So please do that. Spend a little bit of time and tell them what it's all about. For Polo, for Carrie, for Sam, I'm Joe. We'll see you later. Take care. Bye. This is the Joe Pike Show.